0: Welcome into the OKC82 Podcast. Chisholm Holland here today, joined by the reoccurring guest (laughs) of Chase Dewey. Chase Dewey is here, uh, Brady flying to Vegas this morning, which could not have been more ill-timed if he tried (laughs) with everything going on. So Brady will be bringing you some great content about Hamo Diallo and uh, what we assume is Darius Baisley going to be playing today at some point, if not tomorrow, in uh, Las Vegas Summer League. So he'll be doing all that great stuff. But let an opening for Chase to come back, and I don't know if Chase could have picked a better podcast to make a reappearance <laughs> on than coming off the news that Jeremy Grant's been traded, Paul George has been traded, Russell Westbrook's on the block, everything is burning down to the studs, and the entire organization is just up in flames. 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 Flames, yeah, no. It. So first, let's start here, Chase. Yeah. You have a more interesting story than most of the ones I've heard about how you found out about the Paul George drink. Uh
1: Yes, I was celebrating the 4th of July at my lake house with family and friends and knocked my own phone into the water as I was walking up to the car. So we were leaving the water area, and it got me. So my phone's at, a bottom, at the bottom of the lake. I found out on a computer about... 12 hours after the trade happened at in the morning yeah and my world started to slowly fall apart and then slowly i got excited again because i'm like okay well we got picks we can rebuild and then we just keep we just keep getting rid of everything so i don't know what to think right now you're right this is a great podcast to come just air out thoughts (laughs) right but yeah Phone See, I had awake. the
0: whole. I had the whole. I'm laying in bed. My wife is not one of those people who can just go to sleep. I am. Yeah. So I always had to like force myself to stay awake and talk to my wife for a couple minutes before we go to bed every night. And I'm talking to her, and then I we had gone and saw a movie that night, so we were up later than normal. And I had the oh, forgot to plug my phone in. Yeah. You know, every, you do that every so. Oh, forgot to plug my phone in. So I turn around, grab onto my nightstand, pick up my phone, pull my charger out, plug it in, and when you do that, it lights up. It lights up. And I saw I had a whole bunch of tweet notifications and a couple of text messages, and I was like, "What in the world's going on?" And that's how I found. <laughs> if I had remembered to plug my phone in when I laid down, I would have gone to sleep and not known until the next day. You'd have been like me. Yeah. Well, then I, of course, then I spiral, and then I, I'm, it, I was. It was like 1:30, and now I'm going to sleep at 5:45 because yep. I'm waiting for another shoe to drop that never yep. came. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting night. In, in true Thunder fashion, man, pull it off at a uh, a Friday news dru- news dump of all Friday news dumps. Right there at 1 o'clock in the morning.
1: Out of left
0: field, too. So how shocked were you when you found out Paul George got traded? Obviously, I mean, that wasn't on anybody's radar. I hadn't heard any rumors, no shocked. rumblings.
1: That's Thunder, though. I, n- I know it's we have this stereotype of like, oh, well, if you hear it out in the media, it's probably not true because we don't leak stuff. But... I was shot, I mean, not even close to on my radar. I I think when I was on the podcast last time, you would ask the question of armchair GM, what do I do? And like maybe you shop Steven Adams, but you probably just run it back and like just eat the tax because you got two years left. And then the Jazz have an unbelievable free agency. And I don't know, I guess Kawhi and PG had been doing stuff behind... <laughs> Behind closed doors. Did you see the video though? Of they asked they asked Paul George last
0: right uh, about the Kwai situation about the Kwai
1: situation how it's similar to his and it's like we should have seen this coming yeah that's vi- it, it's weird hindsight's twenty twenty but yeah I was shocked man I was floored jaw was I mean every stereotype I was speechless I didn't know if I wanted to cry or if I wanted to I didn't know what I wanted to do I experienced way too many emotions like at once.
0: Yeah, um, I actually in the moment because I was a, I was a few minutes behind. I wasn't there right when it broke, so I wasn't I wasn't keeping up with it in real time. So I was playing catch up, and one of the first tweets I saw was actually from Shams who didn't break the trade. Yeah, but it was something along the lines that the Thunder had reached out to Toronto, and had offered Paul George and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, but that yeah, didn't, but that didn't catch a whole lot of trade, and I was like, whoa, one more time, who did? Russell? Westbrook? What, Toronto. The rap? Okay, and then I was in that rabbit hole for a while. I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> did I miss that Russell was unhappy? Is this going to catch Russell out of left field? How are the Thunder fans going to feel about Presti putting Russell's name in trade packages when they thought they were trying to compete for a title this coming season? And obviously that's not the case anymore. Uh, but I, I was really sucked in by that narrative because there was some wording that made you believe that Paul and Russell were either upset with each other or they were upset with the team. And I couldn't decipher which one I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and so I was in that that realm of, wait, did Russell and Paul both mutually say it's not going to happen here? Maybe we need to find somewhere else to go. Maybe not together, but separately. Yeah. Or were they upset with each other based off how the season ended? I wasn't sure. And so all of those storylines are still a little unclear. But it seems to be a thing now that Russell Westbrook... And Paul George both saw the writing on the wall that I think most Thunder fans saw that this team wasn't gonna win a title.
1: No, okay, so going on that point, I think you make a great point there. They as long as we had Paul George and Russell Westbrook, I would hold out the hope of winning a championship. But deep down, no, we were probably not ever going to win a championship in these next two years. Again. Denver's stacked before the Kawhi move and Paul George trade. You're not really thinking about the Clippers, but now the Clippers, obvious favorites, stacked. They're stacked. Um, but the Jazz were probably the team to beat in the West after every everything they everything they did. And so the writing was on the wall. Yes, but it was still so random because there was no murmurs of it around the NBA. I went, going back to when you said you saw for the first time the Toronto proposed trade, right? I guess we gave, which Sam Thank Presti God tried to walk that did not go through.
0: Sam Presti tried has tried now to officially walk that one back. I believe that was on the table, and then after it 100%, didn't happen, hundred percent. Like, whoa, 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 We can't go totally down that road.
1: No, I I agree with that hundred percent. I I guess it's because I came so late to the party. Like, I was probably one of the last people in Oklahoma City to know that Paul George... Don't throw your phone in the lake and that won't happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, I guess it was just, it was nuts, just reading that. But when I read the Toronto, the proposed toronto thing, that's when it hit me like, holy crap, we're going to deal Russell too. It never was Russell and PG were mad at each other for me. Like, I, I never thought there was drama there. I thought they were unhappy with the direction of the organization... Rightfully so. I think they, they saw the writing on the wall, like, we're not going to win, and they just wanted to go different ways. But that's also, I figure out that, oh, we're probably going to deal Russell Westbrook. So I am at work, and I just go down a rabbit hole for two and a half hours just reading information. Luckily, it was there. The stories weren't developing anymore outside of proposed Russell trades, but, like, Paul George was done. Right. So I got to just read all the information on it. And then I kind of got I got over it and was like, this is pretty exciting. Like, rebuild Presti... We can finally draft people that we probably can get excited about because we have money for it. Right. We don't have to just draft people to stash away or wait till the 54th pick in the draft to get somebody <laughs> um, or sign a New Balance intern.
0: But well, they're still doing that.
1: They're still doing that, but I'm just saying there's going to be more excitement, I think, with drafts now. So we get to go back oh, to yeah. like maybe hitting... I'm not going to say we're going to get KD'd Russell Westbrook, James Harden again. That was unbelievable, but Presti has shown that he can do stuff in the draft, so I'm excited. I'm excited for the rebuilding process, and SGA is awesome. Gallinari can fill it up. Like These guys aren't replacing Paul George. They're not that caliber, but moving forward into the future, I think the Thunder's not going to be a good team. We're not going to playoff contend, if, especially if you trade Russell. Um, but I think we're one of those teams that's like ex- at least maybe exciting to watch, but now right. Jeremy Grant's gone, so I don't know as much about that. That blew me away, but we don't have to get into that, right?
0: Yeah. Now. Um, the, the trade obviously has a whole bunch of different layers. Paul George moving to L.A. I mean, Thunder fans surely – now this, again, I, I fully admit, Russell Westbrook and Paul George could have came to this conclusion together that, hey, the this might not be – they might not think it's their problem, but yeah. this team, this roster Can't is not it. winning a title. Can't do it. So they've come to that conclusion – Paul George, at the end of the day, that, though, said, I would rather play with Kawhi Leonard than here. I'd rather play with Kawhi Leonard than I'd rather Do play with Russell play,
1: Okay, so this I see getting blown up to is like, oh, people don't want to play with Russell.
0: I, I think all the other ones were people try to use his damnation on Russell's personality or the way he approaches the game. I think this is a damnation of Russell's skill level. If Russell was still the MVP Russell, he's not going to LAC. He's sticking around here. Yeah,
1: but in my opinion, Kawhi is the best player in the NBA. Yeah. So you can't... I'm not disagreeing with you. I totally agree with that. But I think this story's getting blown out of proportion because... Would I rather go live in Los Angeles and play with a a title contender with the best team? Or or we're going to be the best team with the best player?
0: Do you think if Russell doesn't decline over the past two years and he's the same player they was in 2016... This the Thunder team as president constructors are probably a title contender.
1: I think we're a title contender, but that's saying if if Russell's tough to his leave. Max it'd be it'd be a little bit tougher to leave for sure i I'm not arguing on that yeah. I just think that's it absolutely. would I rather play with Russell Westbrook who I love?
0: <laughs> with your whole heart
1: My, me personally I'm not talking as Paul George but if I was Paul George would I want to play with Russell Westbrook or would I have to play with Kawhi Leonard in Los Angeles where I'm from I would rather play with Kawhi Leonard 10 times out of 10 he's younger he's better they're in L.A. Right. which I love how Kawhi manipulated the free agency thing I think Kawhi had known this from day one he just didn't know who he was going to play with in the, with the Clippers but he was going to the Clippers and he made sure that his uh, same city rival make sure they couldn't get anybody <laughs> they couldn't fill up the, ro- the roster right. I love what Kawhi did I'm actually really excited for Paul I'm really excited to watch that team they're going to be a defensive juggernaut they're probably going to be able to score 100. Do when two. he comes
0: back? No. No? We traded him! He demanded a trade.
1: Who cares? We got back a haul. This... Alright. It is a good... It is a... Because I've seen It sucks. Are- Would you rather get bounce if you're a Thunder fan and you're upset about the trade? The, I, I've been getting on Twitter, and I tweeted this the other day. Who is mad at Paul George? Like, wh- why are we mad at Paul George for demanding a trade... Giving us heads up, everybody's like, "Well, we could have done it like July for no, because that screws up everything with Kawhi's plans." I who knows? We got a haulback. Yeah, I would rather know that we're gonna not we're not gonna make the playoffs and have fun with it and maybe get Thunder season tickets at a premium <laughs> um, right. to get locked in, not be waitlisted. Then go to the playoffs, get beat in the first round for two more years. Because that's li- that was likely to happen. Right. We weren't at Alec Burks. I love that addition. But he's not a player that pushes you into Western Conference contention or even NBA title. Like, There's no way. So I, lo- I love the move now. But now it looks like we're just blowing everything up. It, I'm a little more confused, again, with the loss of Jeremy Grant. But the Paul George trade is awesome. If you're an OKC fan, take a step back. It's not a KD situation. We're not gonna just get ready, not make the playoffs two three years, and just have fun.
0: Like, Ooh, look two it, three years might be a little. I,
1: I I think we'll be a playoff team, not a Western Conference contender in about three in three seasons, and then just give them, Let's give it time. Like it, again, I love the Shea Gilgis pick, but I, or pick up. But who knows if he's even going to sign after his free contract's up. Like- well,
0: he'll be a restricted free agent. That's why, I mean, Presby's always liked rookie-scale deals because you can control them. So yeah, So basically, at the worst, he will be in a Thunder uniform for the next seven years. Unless he does something totally unprecedented. Oh, oh it'd be awesome. I love, if- I
1: love SGA. I really do.
0: Yeah, so I mean, at minimum, unless he does something that no one has ever done before, which is get offered a max extension... As on, on a rookie contract, and crazy. take the qualifying offer. Be crazy. No one's ever done that. Yeah. People taking the qualifying offer, but not after being offered the max. It just doesn't happen. Um, so, I mean, SGA is going to be a member of the Thunder the Thunder won it for seven years. I hope minimum. so. I hope so. Um, so, that's a positive for sure, and SGA is a pretty affordable piece. Now, there is an element to this, Is I don't know if you know this. He's the third-string point guard, as everything sits right now. <laughs> Dennis no. Schroeder, who is now a forgotten character and all this. I
1: forgot Schroeder, yeah.
0: Is... Still on the roster. Russell Westbrook's still on the roster. Um, if anything, the Jeremy Grant trade, which I, I thought Jeremy was going to get moved because he was only had one more year left on his deal. There's no guarantee he can come back to Oklahoma City. Now yeah, he I didn't, And I didn't
1: realize that, the one year left. When I got the news, I was like, this is terrible, but it makes a lot of sense now. So. Yeah, he
0: was only going to be on the roster for this season. You assume that he probably wants to compete. Doesn't want to yeah. be a part of a rebuild, so he probably Denver's wouldn't have nice. signed here in the summer. Um, so, I mean, that deal, made, I didn't expect it this quickly. I thought maybe they would move some guards since they have now three starting point guards, um, so that caught me off guard. But I mean, something has to happen, Russell. Russell. Schroeder.
1: Russell's probably traded. Okay. If if I, I did, yeah, I thought that was hilarious when you brought that up before we even started talking. Was these the third string point guard? I'm like, oh, who, third, because in my mind, people forget did a shooter In my exists. mind, I'm already Russell's gone. Right. Like in my mind, I've it's been three days, four days, of me just thinking, dwelling on it. it he's gone, which I hope. I, I hope he kills it wherever he goes. I don't want to send him somewhere crappy either. We need to send him somewhere that at least has a chance to compete. I no one's going to take him. That's going to be immediate contender. But Miami would be pretty fun to watch Russell, especially in those those pink uniforms, which is counterintuitive
0: uniforms. because Thunder have Miami's picks. They have the pick in twenty twenty one. If you make the Heat better.
1: It's 2021, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And it's unprotected?
0: Mm-hmm. And then 2023, lottery protected.
1: 2023, lottery protected. Okay. Well, they probably suck in 2023. I mean, Russell in 2023 is what, 34? Yeah. And Jimmy Butler, for all we know, is already demanded Jimmy two Butler more trades by then. Yeah. Yeah. He could be on two different teams. <laughs> 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 so, Um. yeah, I don't, I, I think. Yeah, I don't know. That is a little would, counterintuitive. How about this?
0: I'm gonna throw out some ideas at you because
1: But we could be picking lottery that year anyways. The
0: Thunder's gonna be in the lottery. So um, the
1: Thunder's. 100% yeah, we're gonna be in the, the lottery. lottery, but like three years from or uh the twenty twenty pick, like we're lottery, maybe we leverage a couple more picks to get two really high picks in the next who knows what the draft strength's even gonna be. Right. So I'm not too worried about making Miami better.
0: Yeah. It, I think with Russell they're still concern. not they're still not like a top eight team in the league. Miami? Yeah. No way. Yeah. But
1: they're they're definitely a playoff, I mean, top be the five playoffs. team in They'd the East.
0: Maybe the five or six, yeah. probably. Just depending on what, what Brooklyn does. Um. So, all that to say, now you go into the, okay, so Thunder fans have decided, I would say, majority, maybe not a large majority, but majority decided, okay, it's time to move on from Russell. It's, it's time to do that. They want to trade him to a contender, but they also have this value for him that seems a little too high. You're, you're, you're straddling <laughs> this line. So what I'll say is, I'm, I'm. No means an expert, and I say it all the time. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I am like, too. I, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I am too. So don't, uh, don't, don't quote me on this. Is what's going to happen? But generally, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at gauging about what it's going to take. So if you start looking at what Miami has to offer and what it would be, does like Goran Dragic,
1: expiring contract, right? A, which is a twenty million. This is last year. Yeah, just taking the contract off their books so they can take Russ, right?
0: Yeah, basically Goran's contract is on the roster I don't know if Gordon Dragic is really thought as a player for the Thunder I assume he's probably SJ's backup just yeah. just just 20 million dollars basically as a expiring contract um, which would be awesome shout out Croatia <laughs> shout out Croatia it's and change. then James Johnson who's also an expiring contract and Tyler Hero or Hero. does that
1: give me him I we you told me he's a party guy. I get he's a party guy. I've right, inside it this
0: is Tyler Hero loves to be out on the weekend.
1: He loves it and you know what? We are not the city for nightlife, but I don't even care if we can acquire him in a trade, you're locked in with us and he would he would be so fun to watch. Night
0: trips annual Income. With there you go. Double.
1: There you go. And maybe he just becomes the guy who brings nightlife to Oklahoma City. Maybe. So that's, <laughs> exactly. Maybe Mayor
0: Holt. But I'm just saying, so pitch. is expiring contracts and like one young asset enough? For Russell? Or people vomit. So I don't. I think people would vomit. But I think so, that's more likely. Yeah.
1: That is. That's what I see happening. And what people need to realize is the value we hold for Russell because of what he did is not the Russell's burned a lot of bridges
0: yeah.
1: in the NBA. And we, that's what that's one of the reasons we love him, because he's our guy. And now it's becoming like we don't know if he's our guy anymore, so it's kind of weird. But his va- what we're going to get in a Russell trade is getting him somewhere to get the contract off to really start rebuilding. Because you cannot rebuild with Russell Westbrook there. If you're also, side point, Billy Donovan – is probably like, thank you, Jesus, I can actually run an offense now. Right. And we might actually get to see Billy Donovan coach for the first time since he's been in his first year right. here. Um, sure. And we really didn't even get to see that. We just saw matchups. So that could be really fun to watch. Um, but aside, going back to the the Russell point, him going to Miami and us getting those expiring contracts I think is enough. I think Dragic isn't – we're not going to keep him. Um, I think we need – Drogic would be awesome to have. Just Shea learn from for a year. I think we need to get rid of Schroeder too. I I think we really just need to break everything down. I'll and, give you my
0: uh, my Schroeder idea here in a moment. Okay, I'd
1: love to hear it. But we, Thunder fans just need to prep themselves for.
0: I think not. You're
1: not, re- not going to get five draft. It was a historic trade with Paul George, we're not going to get that. Right. We know, We just need to understand that. It's not disrespectful to Russell. Like, if if we're trading Russell somewhere, Russell wants to go there.
0: Right. Like, I, think I don't we're think it's they're trading into Cleveland or Orlando. No. Yeah.
1: No. So we're not disrespecting Russell. Russell's. I don't think Russell's going to care about what we get in return for him. I want obviously to maximize it, and I think that's enough. Getting Harrow and rolling the dice for four years, whatever he gets signed to as oh, a he'd be eight rookie. Well, yeah, because he'd be not, restricted free agent. A restricted free agent. So, uh, again, I think that there is a lot of upside for the future. Yes, are we going to suck for three years? Probably. But there's going to be years, glimpses. Though. There's going to be glimpses of really fun basketball. Like, Shay's a blast to watch. Tyler Harrow is going to be the. No, nah, I say is. We don't even have him yet and we don't even know what he's going to do in the NBA. Has potential to be like a C-class Clay Thompson. Like without like shooting wise. I don't right. know how he's going to be defensively, but the dude can fill it up. We don't we don't see that. Danilo could fill it up. Right. Like it's just going to be completely different. So I'm excited for it. I I would take that trade. Dragic would be an awesome person just to have in the locker room for a year for a young point guard. Mhm. Be awesome to have him come off the bench. I mean, it's crazy. I think we need to start our younger players now and just build experience right I mean
0: that's what Denver did right Um,
1: I, I, I don't know I think it's exciting I really do but yeah if, go into this shooter thing that you're talking about
0: uh, it is exciting um, I think what people need to remember is like how much like the kings were getting love and the Kings were barely over five hundred. I know. But it's because they were young and they were they just every night they were just playing as hard as they can. Yes. I don't know if that's next year for the Thunder, because there's a lot of moves that need to happen. To, but that's what you could see in the next few years.
1: That's what I'm saying Where, when I say three well, you, years. They're
0: not gonna win a lot of games, maybe. But you're gonna love the team. Yes. And you're and it's gonna be pro, it's gonna be like when I uh Sam Hinkey was from Marlow, Oklahoma. He was the general manager of the Philadelphia 76ers during the process. Yeah. So I followed Philadelphia as closely as I followed the Thunder for those few years. Because yeah. Because obviously I wanted a guy from my hometown who I knew personally succeed. to succeed. Anyway, so the Philadelphia fan base became obsessed with their young guys, even though they were losing every single night because they're like, hey, TJ McConnell, yeah. he'd be a great backup point guard. T.J. is great. Like, Robert Covington became, like, a folk hero. I know! You know? And so, like, I think that is more yeah. likely to happen, where there's going to be these young players who, in reality, might not be actual NBA players, but Thunder fans are going to fall in love with them because they're trying hard, they're playing hard, and it's so counter to everything we've seen for the past four years.
1: I, I know. And that's what... You're, you're spot on right there, and that's what I'm excited about, is just seeing new, fresh... It's just going to be a breath of fresh air. And it's. I'm not saying good riddance to Russell, to Dennis, to anybody else. It's. You'd need to. It's almost like look at the glass half full kind of thing. Like, yeah, it sucks. We can dwell on the fact that it sucks getting rid of Russell after everything he's done for the city, staying here. It's. It, this is not a personal thing. It's actually probably better for Russell, and it's better for us. It's. It's awesome, and I agree with that. I think we're gonna fall in love with some players, and they're gonna be really fun to watch. When I say the three years thing, I'm not saying we're gonna be in the playoffs. The number four seed in the West, right? But think about it: in four, in four to five years, the whole NBA landscape is gonna look completely different. Your your super team, depending on how they play together and injuries and all that stuff, how many people they keep, Denver's probably the team because they have so much young talent, right? And so many assets. I don't know about the Jazz because they might be a little bit older um, (laughs) than Denver, but doors are going to start to open for power in the NBA to start shifting again. Right. And so we weren't going to do anything in these next three to four years anyway, so why not get young players that are exciting to watch and have them build together and actually become a unit like OKC was when they first got here? Where we're playing the Lakers as the eighth seed, and we lose to them, but we take them like seven, six, seven games, and people go nuts, and we're, like, we're excited, because we're like, oh my gosh, we're, this team's coming together. Right. I think we're going to see that again.
0: First off, I'm going to say thank you to everyone out there for not railing on me on this, because it would make no sense, and then I'd have to clap back at you, and then I'd feel bad. <laughs> but I gave Sam Presti so much crap for the Darius Baisley trade, or the Darius, ba- Darius Baisley pick. Yeah, at the time it didn't make sense, and Ugh. it still doesn't make sense based off the situation they were in. But now, a 19-year-old, who four years from now could be great, makes a ton more sense for this team. And suddenly Darius Basley, who everyone, and rightfully so, I say very very yeah. quickly, rightfully so criticized Presti for... Now it looks like a great pick, because now he's totally on the timeline of SGA and all the young guys. Was not
1: an immediate impact player, and that's what the Thunder was needing. Obviously, we weren't going to get that with, what, the 24th pick? 23rd is where he got taken. He got taken 23rd. Okay, I can't remember where we switched to. But he... Darius Baisley was, again, a baffling pick, and I've kind of poked fun at the fact he was a New Balance intern on Twitter, but he, again, fits that timeline, and... If he ends up developing into the player that people think he could be, who knows? With with raw talent, we haven't seen him play even a co- collegiate athlete right. <laughs> in, two, in two years. But I mean, talk about my, like this guy could be a gold mine, maybe, or he could just be another. It just makes more sense. It makes a lot more sense. It
0: makes a lot more sense having him develop. I think Preston, no
1: pressure, like all these young guys. They don't. We don't have pressure anymore either. No pressure to win. It's just ha- go out there, have Actually, fun, and build. There's
0: some pressure to not win because they have a couple of picks that they've already traded in 2020 and 2022. That if they if they make the playoffs, they lose that pick.
1: Yeah, so yeah. There's
0: pressure for them to not win games a little bit, uh, which was probably why you'll see a lot of young guys. Okay, we talked about my Orlando Magic, uh, Dennis Schroeder hypothetical. Mm-hmm. I think that makes sense, and here's why: Nikola Vucevic just signed a five-year or four-year extension or new contract with the Orlando Magic. Big money. He's a center. Yeah. He's only playing center. He's getting paid a hefty chunk of change to be their center. Yeah. They just drafted a center who they thought was going to be their guy going forward. They never would have thought Vucevic was going to have this big of a jump from year to year like he has had the past two. They didn't think Vucevic was going to get this kind yeah. of contract where he's going to become a folk hero in Orlando where they kept him around.
1: Orlando drafted a center this year? Or are you talking about year? Obama. Mo Bamba. Mo yeah. Bamba got
0: taken... Suddenly, and Orlando is one of the three teams in the league that still doesn't have a point guard. The Lakers are also another one. Still don't have a point guard. Yeah. They have no one to start. Now, Russell Westbrook doesn't make any sense going there because Orlando's not going to be competitive. No. They might make the playoffs, so they're not going to be competitive. And I, I agree with you. I think Thunder fans would riot if they didn't, quote-unquote, do right by Russell. Send him somewhere yes. where he can actually compete. So I don't think that makes sense. But for Schroeder... Perfect sense. Why? Like, what? What loyalty does OKC have to Schroeder? Why would they not send him to Orlando? Get back Mobamba and something else. Like, not. And when I say something else, I don't mean something of value. I just mean filler to make the trade work. Yeah, Mobamba and the peak would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> now you have, but is there ever a guy who makes more? He's long. His wingspan is the the largest wingspan in history until Thon Maker broke it this year, or Thon mccurr not Thon Maker, Uh. Bobo. Okay. Oh, I would say Boble, talk, sorry. I got my got my people confused. Yeah, Bobo. Uh, Bobo broke broke Mo Bamba's record from the year prior on wingspan. But a tall, super athletic, super long wingspan. It's
1: another Denver dude. Like Denver is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Denver's
0: Denver. got everybody. Um Golly, that, that makes sense to me because now why do they need a ta- why do they need a young backup why do they need a young center who has some promise? Not I, he's had a rough year last year, but has some promise of maybe being a potential starter in the league, sitting behind a guy for the next four seasons. So, what? So,
1: what do you think that does with Noel and Adams? Is it, do you think we're ditching one of them now? To if we get Mo Bamba back, or we're just gonna have three centers on the roster and maybe run a really, really big lineup? Where
0: I think congratulations. I think Stephen Adams went from the guy most likely to be traded at the yeah, end of the year to to the guy least likely to be traded.
1: That we might return the way we retired jerseys. He might have his jersey retired tomorrow.
0: We've all made jokes. I think Steven Adams is now the new Nick Collison.
1: I think so too. I think and he's going to be that. around
0: as long as he wants to be around, and they'll pay him way more money than they should from here on out. I know to keep him in the locker room.
1: I've, I love Steve. I'm happy we get to keep him. That was who I was really upset about losing.
0: Right. To be honest. Right. So I don't know if that actually totally makes sense because like I think Jonathan Isaac is too good, so cross him off. I don't think Orlando wants to trade Markel Fultz because they are hopeful that he's Markel Fultz, I guess. I don't know. So I cross him off so you, outside of that. I don't, you
1: don't think they would just – you don't think they would go somewhere safer? You know what you're getting with Dennis Schroeder. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you're getting with Markel Fultz.
0: you, don't no, you have no they, clue.
1: You don't know. You don't think that they'd be like, ah, well – Let's but, just play the safe. Dennis Schroeder's
0: got this season and next season left on his deal. I don't know if I don't know if teams will see him as their long-term solution at point guard. Eh, you're, yeah, you're probably right. So a little bit of a rental. And Markel Fultz has had just a horrible career. Uh, but guy. I'm sure they still see that if it works out, this guy was the number one pick for a reason. They probably don't want yeah. to sell low on that because they bought so low on Markel Fultz at this point. Yeah. Why would you not at least give it a chance? I hope he I hope he plays well. But Work that's that's working. kind of the one I tossed around in my head a little bit that I think might make some sense, and then that that would be like Mo Bamba and DJ Augustine's expiring contract or something like that. Bring back DJ. Oh, Rizzo. that would be fun because it works so much. It works so well the first time. You might as well run it back.
1: Wait, are you being sarcastic there? I'm being sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: I love DJ DJ Augustine has the, my favorite travel in NBA history. Oh my god! Remember that travel? Where he took like seven nine steps. steps or
1: something like that. Like he like From half, court.
0: half court and didn't dribble. <laughs> Like, he has my favorite travel of is, all
1: time. Is that... So you're saying favorite travel... That's better than Russell Westbrook just get the ball and then walk into half oh, court against man, the Warriors? That's a great one, too.
0: I forgot about <laughs> that one against the
1: Warriors. That, that was... The best non-called travel is DJ
0: Augustine. Absolutely. From half court, absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Uh, that was tough. Uh, anyway, so now... Jeremy Grant gets moved to Denver. Mm. Now the Thunder have six unprotected first-round picks that they've acquired in 24 hours, plus one protected first-round pick. And two swaps, right? And two swaps. Jeez. I love it. It's a lot of stuff. Now, I every deal they've done, I would do. Yeah. I'm not criticizing any of it. So hear me when I say that. I think they need to learn the lesson of the Boston Celtics. You can have too many picks. Yeah, especially if you're if you treat each one like a crown jewel and you refuse to move off of it when the opportunity arises.
1: I think that's why we're acquiring so many picks, though. I don't think we're going to go down the same road as Boston. I think so it's
0: two different strategies. Boston just held on to them all and act like people were trying to rob them whenever they got brought up. Yeah, which is which turned out to be a mistake. Everyone can see that now. With the Brooklyn Nets. Atlanta acquired picks and then turn two first rounders into one better first round pick or three first rounders into one really good pick that was their strategy that makes more sense
1: that's what i think we would do um talking about all the draft picks we have we're going to we're going to be in the lottery i don't think we're ever going to be looking at a first or second or third pick i think we're going to be closer to like the five to nine range Yeah. In the coming years?
0: I was going to say somewhere between like 7 and 12 would be my guess.
1: And so um, using these later picks in the draft, depending on how deep the draft is, where we have needs to be met, I could see us giving up a couple picks to move up to a 3 if there's someone that we really, really like and want. So I think that would be the smarter way to do it. I think you're on the money there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't,
1: it, don't do what Boston did, where you just hold on to everything, and
0: we make Terry Rozier untouchable in a uh, Kawhi Leonard trade. Uh, that's so wild to me, but yeah, I Terry Rozier was untouchable for Kawhi Leonard, and now he's getting
1: paid to play for the Hornets, who uh, just are still trying to get on TV for a basketball game.
0: Do you think Mike Muscala and Alec Burks are like oh? Uh, what just happened? Th- this is not what we thought.
1: I, I loved, I texted you when we got Burks. Yeah. I loved the Alex Burks, or Alex, Alec. Alec, Alec, Alec Burks pickup. I don't know about you, but whenever I played NBA 2K13 or whatever, and you have to do the rookie challenge, yeah. I always was guarding Alec Burks. So it's just, that's how I really know him. <laughs> um, but then I, he played really well at uh, at the Jazz until they got Donovan Mitchell and he got injured.
0: Right, I mean, whenever uh, Rodney be, Hood got he moved... He was great. I whenever Rodney that. Hood got moved, people thought Alec Burks was going to be the next guy. Yeah. And then, all of a sudden, Donovan Mitchell is incredible, and he's getting all the shots, and he plays the same position, Yeah, and they kind of play the same style, and Donovan Mitchell's playing better than Alec Burks, and he just kind of gets shuffled to the back of the bench, he eventually makes his way to Cleveland, where he still averaged 12 points a game, shot 38% yeah. from the three-point line while in Cleveland, and then he gets moved to Sacramento, and now he's just like a forgotten commodity. I, On some level.
1: I love the Alec Burke's pickup. Um, the Mike Muscala one.
0: Did you Google him? Did you have to Google him?
1: I didn't have to Google
0: him. Okay, well, you're doing better than most people, then. Okay,
1: I knew that... Here, I, I Googled him to see what his stats were. Mm-hmm. Because I knew Mike Muscala. Because he was part of that train wreck of a, of a Lakers team. Yes. Um, But I had to Google him to see what his stats were. Because I had no... I, And then once I saw it, I was like, Oh, what... We we flew... We flew... To Minnesota. To
0: Minnesota. Yeah.
1: And beat his door down to get Mike Muscala.
0: Yeah, he's not going to help you a whole lot now.
1: He, he could play for the blue?
0: <laughs> I think he's like 27.
1: 28. He's that old? Oh, I absolutely. He, I thought he was like 23. No. I thought he was like a really young dude, but no. just had like no upside. No. See, I... I think Alex Burks, really yeah, uh, Burks is 26, uh, and Mike Muscala
0: 26. is gonna, going to be 28 when the season starts. Is it, was that now, just that,
1: was that just like to say
0: maybe we won't get Noel? That was a win now move. That was a Patrick Patterson replacement.
1: I think Patrick Patterson's better than Muscala.
0: They're like the exact same player. The exact for, same player. The, I, except for one has shot the ball a lot better lately. Patrick has struggled lately.
1: He's struggled lately, but he also, what, takes three shots? Like, takes three shots a game? Yeah,
0: let's see how many... He I mean, passes
1: yeah. a lot. That's my thing with Patterson is, like, I think he gets a bad rep because you look at his percentages, but he's one for three, and so he's, like, a 33% shooter. But we what we needed was a stretch guy who would shoot eight times a game. Right, you know, from distance, or
0: that's what we thought he was going to be fork. when he signed here and, initially. But
1: he, I don't think we utilized him well at all. I thought he was just a waste of a contract.
0: Yeah, he also was coming back from injury when they signed the him. The injury, and that, yeah, that and a whole helped. bunch of stuff. Yeah. But
1: Mike musca yes, yeah, that's six, a bomb.
0: Six first-round picks, one protected first-round pick, two pick swaps. Shea Gilsh Alexander, Delinghenari. That's Potential. quite the haul for Serge Ibaka. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy Grant was also yeah. vaguely a part of the Serge Ibaka trade because originally Irsa Ilyasova came and they traded Ilyasova and a first round pick for Jeremy Grant. Yeah, so
1: no, I I love I love everything with the Paul George trade.
0: So do you do you? I've heard fans say a few different things, but the most popular one I've heard is relief. Like they don't really want to admit that. But this team for the past few years has just been so exhausting in the way they play. As far as like, some nights they just don't show up. Some nights they just don't care. There's a whole lot of talent, but it never feels like they meet their ceiling. And now I have heard a lot of my friends basically just go, Yes! Okay.
1: That's where I was. So I was shocked, but now I'm like, That's what I said earlier. It's a breath of fresh air. It's We're not dealing with high expectations that we know are not going to get met.
0: Yeah, I mean, m- one of my friends, I think his exact quote was, I'm just glad I don't have to try to fake convince myself anymore that the Thunder are going to make the Western Conference Finals.
1: Abs- quote tweet. <laughs> that's right. I feel like that's how most people probably feel. I, If you don't feel that way, if you're listening to this and you don't feel that way, take a deep breath. If you think if you if you are upset about the Paul George trade. Take a deep breath. <laughs> like, they, they just, just take br- breathe, because this whole thing with the Paul George is like, why? Why are people mad at Paul George? Like, I, not the same. We need to get over the whole Paul George. What
0: about the retirement, Paul George? People, people say you should retire as Jersey. No. I've seen that. I've also. Argued I know you did.
1: That. I've been quite. Th- what is going on with retiring jerseys in the NBA? Like,
0: oh yeah, I mean, I'm, State.
1: but I'm also the guy. I'm also yeah, with the
0: Durant. The I think, I, people draw that
1: and say that makes more sense. I mean, at least they won titles. They won two titles. He was a Finals MVP. A more only because there. the media gets to vote on it and it's a better story. Um, a little more there than, than Paul George's first two
0: first-round exits.
1: To, if we are going to start giving out. Which we've already given out one. I made. I'm so against the Nick Carlson jersey retirement. I think it's so dumb, and I I catch a lot of heat for that. Well, he was the, he was the, like the heartbeat of the team. I love that. Like I love Nick Carlson. You don't retire the number four because the guy averaged three points a game.
0: He averaged four points a game.
1: Oh, well, that makes sense. Why we retired him.
0: <laughs> Now, here's my problem with Carlson's jersey retirement because I've already railed on and said I thought it was silly. Here's the worst part. So dumb. The worst part. Have you actually seen the real banner, like the one that's actually in the rafters? It is a white square with blue with, lettering. With the, it's not even a jersey. It's not a jersey. It's not like there's no like decoration around the outside. It is literally just a white square with blue lettering. This is Collison four. It's, it could not be more generic if they tried.
1: It looks like. If you were in a video game and the guy programming it was, like, in a rush and, like, had to add something yes. to the feature of the stadium, that's what it looks like. Yep. Um, and it, it kind of looks like the back of, like, a youth soccer jersey.
0: It is so generic.
1: It's so generic. And maybe And I'm talking about
0: the physical banner.
1: We were probably just trying—we thought we were, like, we were like $43 million in the deck. So we are like, well, let's I bet, not use our I money I bet here. the Thunder
0: thought that was really splashy at the time. They were like, oh, man, this is kind of out there. We put his name and the number on there.
1: The, what we could have this done... You over the top? We should have just done the practice facility, the Collison Training Center. That's what I said. Like that. Name like, the concourse
0: after him. Name like, the practice facility after him.
1: Don't retire his jersey. That's not, jury re- that's not jersey retirement. And I know this has nothing to do with what we were talking about with trades and everything, but like, there's so much going around the NBA with players stopping by. And maybe that's the way the NBA... The players have so much power on where they go now that maybe that's what will happen where people start retiring t- jerseys from like... I don't know, like a stint of three years. Yeah, but we never got past the first round of the playoffs. Did not. And all Paul George really did for us was play awesome up until the All Star break. Not his fault, but play awesome up until the All Star break, and then injuries. Right. Like we, it, the, two years, and we're going to retire jersey for that. Like just because you chose to stay in Oklahoma City, which unfortunately I think it's more of a hey. The Lakers, you guys tampered
0: way too much. You can't go to the Lakers. Right. <laughs> All right, well, I guess will stay in Oklahoma City then. Okay. All right, last thing before we get out of here. Yeah. Very quickly, I'm going to read you players' names. Yeah. And I want you to tell me if they're on the thunder for game one of next season. Okay. Russell Westbrook. No. Steven Adams. Yes. Danny Gallinari. Yes. Just for clarity, just for everyone out there who's listening, they can still trade Danny Gallinari. He just has to be the only thing the Thunders send out. So the Thunder can trade Danny Gallinari for 17 players, but they can't trade Danny Gallinari and Andre Shr- Robertson. Yeah, yeah. He has to be the lone thing being traded from Oklahoma City. Anyway, so you say yes. D- he'll be here. Okay. Dennis Schroeder. No. Andre Robertson. No. Patrick Patterson.
1: Okay, with the Andre Robertson thing, I I don't think he's ever playing basketball again.
0: Oh, you think he's done-done?
1: I think he's done-done. But I think that I could see a way where we try to package him into something. But he, he, he has, I don't know if he's playing basketball ever again, unfortunately. I love Andre, too. Okay. It's a bummer. Okay. But yeah. So, what was it? Patrick Patterson? Patrick Patterson. Probably.
0: Yes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I assume Terrence Ferguson's going to be here. Yep. Darius Baisley, obviously. Yep. Abdul Nader. Because <laughs> he's, he's a weird one because he doesn't make a ton of money, but he's 24. Cause he yeah, cause he played. Cause he played oh, Iowa, Iowa State, State for three years. Yeah, and then played a year in the summer league or in the the G League, G league. where he was the MVP. So People he will win.
1: probably be. Th- did we not sign him to a two way or is he strictly with a Thunder? Oh
0: no, 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 he is a Thunder player. He's got two more years on his deal.
1: Okay, so what about? I'm going to say yes. Deontay Burton. Yes.
0: How many of Diallo? Yes. How many of Diallo and Shea Gilders were boys? Boys in college,
1: and so that's why I lo- they're going to be fun. I think Hami's going to. I think he looked pretty good yesterday. I Summer think League. he has a chance to be pretty good.
0: He looked pretty good yesterday.
1: Um, what's who's the kid uh, that we got late in this year's draft? I can't remember his name. Morentz or something like that. What Dort? Dort. Yes, golly.
0: Yeah, he. Uh,
1: we'll sign him.
0: Yeah, he's yeah he's a two way contract already done deal.
1: So we can't we can't we can't change that now to full time. No, no, no.
0: That's probably fine. No, I mean yeah. you could convert him to a full onto the roster. I don't know why you would, but you could.
1: You might as well keep him at two way. Yeah, I think he has a chance to be pretty fun to watch. Not good. But what fun do
0: to you think the average age of the Thunder roster is going into next year? Twenty
1: three,
0: right? It's got to be. It's got to be younger. Like they have to.
1: So, uh, uh, really quickly, Basley's nineteen.
0: Yeah, um, just turned nineteen.
1: T. Ferg just turned twenty one.
0: Yep, I think he actually turns twenty one this week. It's it this week. I think so. Um,
1: Adams is twenty five. Going twenty
0: six in two weeks.
1: Um. Hold up. Um. Patterson's probably the oldest player on her team right now.
0: Uh, right now it's Russell. Oh, Rusper. Raymond.
1: Fel- we haven't signed Raymond Felton yet. have, we? have not. And I don't might think as well get a fourth
0: point guard. I don't think he's going to. I don't think. I don't think Ray <laughs> Ray's coming back.
1: I I love Ray Ray.
0: I don't think he's coming back.
1: I don't think he is. It doesn't make sense now. I mean. It, If we keep Schroeder, there's no way. Yeah. If we ditch Schroeder and don't get a point guard back, we have Shea Gilgis. Does does Burks become our backup point guard? Are we going to throw him at a two?
0: Sure, maybe. Uh, There's all these those, and this guy still is unsigned. Um, Juwan Evans, what's he doing? Juwan, he's well, he's on the Thunder on a two way contract still, or two way contract still. Two way. Uh, He's currently playing in the summer league. Um, the one I would watch is Shane Larkin. They've been poking around been Shane poking Larkin. Around
1: him. The, tur- the Turkish MVP.
0: Yeah, so maybe between Shane Larkin, Juwan Evans, they can kind of get it figured out.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, is that all the Thunder players you have on the...
0: That's everybody on the roster. Um, <laughs> that's everybody.
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah. It's going to be an interesting summer for sure. This summer went from... This and everyone talks about this, so I'm not saying anything new. Is that three summers ago it was is Kevin Durant gonna stay? Then the summer after Russell Westbrook's MVP season is, is he gonna stay? Is he gonna stay? Because he only had one more year left. Is he gonna try to force a trade? Is he going to he gonna sign an extension? What's he gonna do? Well, then they trade for Paul George, and they trade for stay? Carmelo Anthony that summer. So this the summer after that is is Paul George gonna stay? Yeah. And now this is supposed to be the first summer stability where it's like hey, you know, at the top six guys on the roster all under contract. No worries. It's all okay. Everything's square. And then this blows up. So, Thunder are just volatile, man, in the, the months of June, July, and August. Volatile.
1: Very. I yeah. Wild. Yeah. This has been wild.
0: Dennis Schroeder is the one that I'm uh, most excited to see where he goes. Because Russell, because Russell, he makes so much, it's so hard to really... I mean, I'm just going to be... He's got like two options. So. Yeah, like there's like four teams that make sense. I mean, so... Not a whole lot of places. But you look at Schroeder... He makes 15, which is some, but, you know, I assume Dallas wants to start somebody at point guard. I assume they're not going to start with four guys on the floor. You don't
1: think they'll play Luke at one?
0: They didn't last year.
1: They didn't last year, but I don't know start J. they start
0: J.J. Barea tried. for some games because they didn't just want to start Luke at the that's one. That's wild to me. Yeah. Like, uh, they start, I mean, they one. signed Seth Curry, but I assume. He's a two. He's not a point guard. I, I, really. I would assume. But, yeah, so, I mean, Orlando, like I mentioned. The Lakers still don't have a starting point guard. Now, they can't trade for anybody because they have.
1: Dallas would be interesting.
0: That would be interesting. Maybe the Lakers in December would be interesting, but
1: it's they, that's the, with the Lakers. Though, do we just get rid of his contract because they have nothing?
0: Kyle Kuzma would be like the only thing of value.
1: You think they're giving us Kuz for? Sure? I don't know. I don't know
0: how desperate they're at that point because right now they they're starting Rajon Rondo a point guard. Maybe they love that, but
1: I cannot wait. And I'm gonna. I I did not. I did not have a Twitter last year during this time when I told you this. Yeah. And I didn't have the opportunity to ever come on a podcast. I'm going to say it now, and I hope I'm right for the second year in a row. The Lakers are not a top five team in the Western Conference. And they get bounced in the first round. Okay. I said last year they weren't going to make the playoffs.
0: Okay. All right. I told you that. Yeah. Well, what's fun about, you know, there's not one team that you just go, they're loaded. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like It's
1: very balanced.
0: Okay. So, like, Utah, and I get why everybody loves Utah. They... Like they still have a ton to prove, and like a lot how, to prove. how much we love Boyan Bogdanovich and how much we love Joe Ingles. Like there are some serious limitations with those guys. Yeah, Denver is done it once. They've had one really good year, and Jokic is incredible. But there are teams every so often that throw out one great year, and
1: then they kind of, and then they
0: just fade away it's a flash in the pan. I mean people thought the Knicks were back when they had Carmelo Anthony J.R. Smith Brandon <laughs> Felton because they threw up a 55 win season and yeah. then they never sniffed the playoffs again so like flash in the pants happen I'm not saying they are that, but does happen they're not a guarantee yeah. Brooklyn obviously has Kyrie and Kevin Durant Kevin's sitting out a year Kyrie hasn't exactly been injury free he's a risk Kevin Durant's a risk long term there's no guarantee yeah. there the Clippers have Kawhi Leonard who was on one leg who load managed his way through an entire season and barely made it Paul George just got both shoulders operated on. He has a metal rod in his shin. That's not a guarantee. LeBron James is going to approach 60,000 minutes this year. And Anthony Davis has had... He, he can't play a full season of basketball. He hasn't allowed. they have no one. Yeah. Lakers might... Dude, if one
1: person goes down, they might be done for the year.
0: Yeah. And so then you look at Milwaukee, again, has only had one really good year. Are they are it's they fun, are they man. the Houston of the East where they win a lot of regular season games but then they can't get it done in the playoffs? Maybe Philadelphia is huge. Yeah. That's never, like no one's played this big ever. Does Tobias Harris and Al Horford and Joe Joel and all beside each other make any sense at all? Really? Be We're crazy. not sure. Like Boston with Kimball Walker and Ennis Cantor at starting at center. Woof. Like I every team that is like they could win the title and I don't disagree with those are the best teams in the league. Every single one of them, I go. But that's a huge risk. I'm yeah. not totally sold.
1: Yeah, I my, my one thing with the Lakers, though, being it talk, like in the West, like being a fringe team, is you have two teams that were not were were not quite there. The, th- the who, someone's gonna have to fill in the Thunder spot because we're not gonna make the playoffs. Right. And that's probably the Kings or
0: the Mavs. Or the Lakers, who didn't make it last year. Or the year. Lakers.
1: But, um, so that's two spots. But where I was going with that is, like, Portland is probably going to be top four in the West. Denver has a chance to beat yeah, I think you're right without flashing the pan. It's but, just possible. but it, it, Everything's possible. But I bet it's, like, you got the, the Clippers at one, the Jazz at two, Denver maybe at three, Portland at four. Um, now we're getting into...
0: I think the Mavericks and the Kings, both when Paul George got traded, both exhaled. Like, because they were like, oh we're man, gonna, we were going to make it.
1: New Orleans isn't even that bad. Like, they're not going. They're not going to make.
0: <sighs> no, I love Zion. I'm disappointed gonna that noise. he's not going to play the rest of the summer league. He played a half, and now it's over. I know. And it was a fun half. That was a great half. Did you see the steal where he just ripped it? Kevin Knox just got just bullied. Just said, no, 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 bro, that's mine. And then just <laughs> destroyed the rim. He is a blast, man. He is, he is so much he's fun. He's going
1: to be a lot of fun to watch. And I I know people are getting mad, not mad, but like criticizing him for not being in shape when that dude. He's is he in shape? He's already a freak. But everybody's talking about him being fat. I'm like, he's built gets, like a brick house. He is. And if he gets any more cut, he's going to be a bit. Uh, Zion, if, if he develops a shot, will be unbelievable five years from now will be just a an anomaly oh yeah of a human being yeah he's like the anti-greek freak it's like he's not long and lanky he's like just a
0: bull right yeah no it's for sure a possibility but no the league's gonna be a whole lot of fun i yeah, appreciate you sometime. coming on yeah. man
1: thanks for having me again
0: yeah this yeah. is fun for sure we'll have you on more uh we actually have a podcast la- launching Hopefully, if Apple can get their stuff together, hopefully launching sometime next week, where you'll be a part of that, uh, with another friend named Bennett, Oshman every so often, so yeah, so we'll be hearing a little bit more of you, which we're pumped about. I'm pumped. Where do we follow you on Twitter, Chase?
1: You can follow me on Twitter, at Chase Dewey. You need to think about it for a second. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, at, at Chase Dewey, but that sounds weird. So, at Chase Dewey, it's D-W-E-Y. Don't feel like you have to follow me. I don't. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of a little goofball. So if you're looking at my tweets and you're like, "This guy's an idiot," you're exactly right. You pegged you
0: me. You nailed it. You, you nailed, nailed it, buddy. You nailed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm at Chisholm Holland and make sure you keep up with uh, everything Brady's doing at Summer League. Yeah. Uh, at thefranchiseok.com and give him, uh, give him a little bit of love for doing all the traveling and all the hard work that me and Chase are not having to do this week. Uh, we're just getting to hang out at home. But until next time, Brady <laughs> and Madison will be on on Wednesday, um, and then the uh, the basketball show will be on Saturday. So stick around. Appreciate it.